and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today, we continue our chronological study of the Gospels. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies portions of the Gospels for four days each week, listening to the Word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the Word to your life. On day one, we let the Word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the Word. And as you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you, and most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's Word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. When Jesus came down from the mountain, large crowds followed him. Jesus was in one of the towns, and there was a man full of leprosy. Just then the leper came to him. He knelt and bowed down to him. He fell on his face and begged him, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Moved with compassion, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. I am willing, he told him. Be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him, and he was healed. Then Jesus gave him a stern warning and immediately sent him away. He told him, See that you do not say anything to anyone. Instead, go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices for your cleansing that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. But after the man left, he began to proclaim it widely. He spread the word so much that Jesus was no longer able to enter a town openly. The news about him spread even more, and large crowds gathered to listen and be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to deserted places and prayed. Yet people kept coming to him from all directions. When Jesus again entered Capernaum, some days later, people heard that he was home. On one of the days while Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. The power of the Lord was with him to heal. So many people gathered together that there was no more room, not even by the door. And he was speaking the word to them. Just then, four men who were carrying a paralyzed man on a stretcher tried to bring him in and lay him in front of Jesus. Since they did not find a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof, dug through, and lowered him down through the tiles on his stretcher into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, Take heart, son. Your sins are forgiven. But there were some experts in the law and the Pharisees sitting there and thinking in their hearts, Why does this fellow speak like this? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins except God alone? 
Jesus immediately knew in his spirit that they were thinking this way within themselves. He asked them, Why are you thinking these evil things in your hearts? Which is easier, to tell the paralyzed man your sins are forgiven, or to say, Get up, take your stretcher, and walk? But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your stretcher, and go home. Immediately, he stood up in front of them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. They were all astonished and glorified God, who had given such authority to men. They were also filled with reverence and said, We have seen wonderful things today. They said, We have never seen anything like this. Jesus went on from there out again along the sea. The whole crowd went to him, and he taught them. As he was passing by, he saw Levi, Matthew, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. Follow me, Jesus told him. Levi left everything, got up and followed Jesus. Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house. Then when Jesus was reclining at a table in Levi's house, Many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples because many of them also were following him. When the experts in the law and the Pharisees saw that he was eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they said to his disciples, Why is he eating and drinking with tax collectors and sinners? When Jesus heard this, he said to them, The healthy do not need a physician, but the sick do. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. In fact, I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Then Jesus' disciples came to him and said, Then John's disciples came to him and said, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast at all? Jesus said to them, Can the attendants of the bridegroom mourn while the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, because the patch would tear away from the garment and the hole would be made even worse. And people do not pour new wine into old wineskins. If they did, the skins would burst, the wine would be spilled, and the skins would be ruined. Instead, they pour new wine into fresh wineskins. By doing that, both are preserved. And no one wants new wine while drinking old wine because he says the old is fine. As he was saying these things to them, one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus came. When he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and begged him to come to his house because he had an only daughter who was about 12 years old and she was dying. The ruler who came bowed down to him and said, My daughter has just died, and repeatedly pleaded with him, My little daughter is near death. Please come and place your hands on her so that she may be healed and live. Jesus got up and followed him, as did his disciples, and a large crowd was following him, pressing tightly against him. A certain woman who who was there had a discharge of blood for twelve years. She had suffered much under the care of many physicians and had spent all that she had. 
yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard what was being said about Jesus, she approached Jesus from behind and touched the fringe of his garment. For she had been saying to herself, If I just touch his garment, I will be healed. Immediately her flow of blood stopped, and she felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. At that moment, Jesus knew that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my robe? As everyone was denying it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the crowds are pressing in and crowding you, yet you say, Who touched me? Nevertheless, he kept looking around to see who had done this. Jesus said, Someone touched me, because I know that power has gone out from me. When the woman saw that she did not escape his notice, she came trembling and fell down before Jesus. The woman was trembling with fear since she knew what had happened to her. In the presence of all the people, she told him why she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your suffering. While he was still speaking, Someone came from the synagogue ruler's house saying, Your daughter has died. Don't trouble the teacher anymore. But when Jesus heard it, he told Jairus, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be saved. When he came to the house, he did not let anyone enter except Peter, John, James, and the child's father and mother. They went into the house of the synagogue ruler, and Jesus saw a commotion with people weeping and wailing loudly. When he entered and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? Go away, for the girl is not dead, but is sleeping. They laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But after he put everyone out, he took the father of the child, her mother, and those who were with them, and went in where the child was. Grasping the hand of the child, he said to her, Talitha kum. When translated, that means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. Her spirit returned, and she immediately got up. They were completely and utterly amazed. Then he gave them strict orders not to let anyone know about this, and he told them to give her something to eat. News of this went out through the entire region. As Jesus left that place, two blind men following him, followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him. Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They told him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done for you and their eyes were opened. Then Jesus warned them emphatically, See to it that no one learns about this. But they went out and spread the word about him throughout the entire region. Just as they were leaving, people brought to him a demon-possessed man who could not talk. After the demon was driven out, the mute man spoke. The crowds were amazed and said, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, He drives out demons by the ruler of demons. Jesus left there and went to his hometown. His disciples followed him. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue. Many who heard him were amazed. 
They asked, where did this man learn these things? What is the wisdom that has been given to this man? How is it that miracles such as these are performed by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary and the brother of James, Joses, Judas, and Simon? And aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his hometown and among his own relatives and in his own house. He could not do any miracles there except to lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. He was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went around the villages teaching. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.